know, the sun don't shine on the same dog's ass every day. But mister, you ain't seen a ray of light since you got here. I think it's time you came and had a visit with me. Alright, let's get ready to rumble with Hoosiers! You guys ready? <laughs> let's get ready to rumble. I'll choose that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Is it called Let's Get Ready to Rumble? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> it's called Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble? Mm-hmm. Close enough. Hey, Jake, can you tap your mic now? Okay. <laughs> now I'm hey, welcome, like hearing things. welcome to I'll Take Three. <laughs> this is <laughs> I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. Where this week we are uh, extending, extending, I guess not an extension. We are <laughs> into the we're second. It l- we're making it longer. <laughs> the second week of our sports movie theme chosen by our co-host herself, Kristen. She chose the theme. Yay. We're all Yay. doing jazz hands. Yeah, all of us. Especially Kristen herself (laughs) and this week is uh my choice so i am alex uh and my film as you can tell is hoosiers which means next week is the other co-host it's me you said Kristen's name you didn't say (laughs) my name i'm jacob i'm sorry hello ladies (laughs) and gentlemen it is i it is jacob I did have nothing to do with this episode other than the fact that I'm here. That's I didn't true. choose the theme, didn't choose the movie. But well, Kristen involved. chose the theme. I chose the movie. And if you never listened to our podcast before and you're like, shit, Hoosiers, I gotta listen to that. Three people I don't know talk about it. Well, you're in luck because we don't only talk about Hoosiers here, we talk about other movies as well. Um, and the way we do it is we pick a theme. And all three of us pick a movie that fits into that theme. Dun na dun na And Sports Center. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Alright, so um here we go. <laughs> uh oh, what happened? <laughs> hey. We're set <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Oh my god. I have a a, a window that just popped up and I don't know what it is. Okay, it just disappeared. All right. I hope uh, I hope nothing has failed us catastrophically. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, we are talking about that film though, and it is a doozy. The 1986 sports drama Hoosiers, also released in some countries as Best Shot, because people in other countries don't know what the hell a Hoosier is. And neither does Simple Kristen. One. I found that. Neither do yeah, I. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what it is. I'm gonna I ask, thought that's, that's what, what their that's mascot was. And I was like, um, I saw that it was the Huskers. Is that what it was? Uh, the Huskies, I think. Huskies. Hus- is it Huskies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I thought they were Hoosiers. <laughs> I was really confused. Yeah, I, didn't yeah, I, I looked. Because I, a Hoosier is just somebody from Indiana. And the origin of the term remains a matter of debate, but Hoosier was in general use by the 1840s, having been popularized by Richmond resident John Finley's poem, The Hoosier's Nest. Ah, uh, that poem. So it just, for some reason, c- 
caught on. Anyone born in Indiana or a resident is considered to be a Hoosier. And Indiana actually adopted the nickname Hoosier, the Hoosier State, more than 150 years ago. I don't think I heard a single Hoosier reference in Parks and Rec, so. Well, you got to rewatch Parks and Rec. And right, also I'll use your eyes, too, not just your ears. I'll start right now. Okay. Are you saying I should look for a corn and that counts as a reference? No. I'm just saying you didn't hear any references, so maybe there was visual oh. references. You're right. I should put my 3D glasses on next time I watch it. I get it. And watch it upside down. In the upside down? Are we watching Stranger Things? Did you Are see the trailer? In that? Yeah. The new I trailer, trailer that dropped today? The... Oh, no. I've not seen that. Ooh, I've just okay. seen the one with the house. Yeah, there's a big house in this one. It's like the monster house. Monster. The Monster Mash house? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think there is. I forget. I We watched it say. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad oh you enjoyed God. that. All right. So um, along with that, though, I just need to quickly tell everyone um, that we ended up picking <laughs> um, the back-to-back movie directed and written by the same people set in the same state. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't intentional, but it's just funny that how similar, not the storylines are, but just how the films and stuff are. A little bit. At one point in time, I'm like, is this the entire plot of Rudy within this like 30 seconds? Because seems to be. Yeah, it's funny, but um, I know Jacob, you were talking about me picking Coach Carter. I tell you what, Coach yep. Carter just ripped this movie off. Um, I, uh, as someone who saw Coach Carter way before I watched Hoosiers, since this is my first viewing of Hoosiers, mm-hmm. I enjoyed Coach Carter more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I can't remember that well either, so you should have picked that one so I can get oh. a remembrance of well, it. But. Go watch it now. You going to rent it for me? Did you watch Blade Runner 2049 yet? No. Have you started watched- reading Dune yet? No, I'm in the middle of this other book uh, that I'm reading. Oh. Um, yeah, oh, wait. This is a, an episode of Jacob's Book Corner. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. All right, y'all ready for this title? <laughs> I'm about to lose credibility. All right, I'm reading uh, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. Uh, I, was, I just <laughs> oh my God, lost the Jacob's rest of the title. Jacob's insane. All right, we've oh, got to cut this podcast short. <laughs> Skewbox of the Pentagon, an insider's account of the secret government UFO program. Right. It came out this year. It's really good. Is it about skinwalkers going to the Pentagon? No, it's about the it's about the studies that were taking place on Skinwalker Ranch between uh, when Robert Bigelow was owning owned it. The male gigolo? No, oh. uh, Rob. He's uh he owns a Bigelow Aerospace. He's he's the one who basically his company does all the contracts for the government that has to do with anything space or uh like anything strange. Um and he also has to do with um putting uh, like he does the material that allows like astronauts and people to like live on um planets later on. Ding ding, ding 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 ding. Yeah, that's book corner. Thanks for closing it. <laughs> Did we lose all the listeners? 
<laughs> we might have. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not paying attention anymore. I'm not sure. I'm Why? not sure what happened You're, with the arrival. That's not a good no, um, it's not thing for good. us to tell the listeners that we're not what? paying attention. <laughs> yeah, even the even the hosts are not paying attention. Yeah, you lost me on that. I don't know. That's okay. Something about uh, uh, skinwalkers in the desert in the. She doesn't even know yeah. the title of the book. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just closed, the title of we the... We closed the podcast uh, uh, within the podcast. Okay, <laughs> so uh, Hoosiers, uh, let's talk about our history <clears throat> with this uh, Indiana-based... Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Tell you yeah, you go ahead and start, start us out, Alex. Um, I remember I bought this movie from the $5 DVD bin at Walmart one time. Nice. And it was when it was the summer I was living with um dad when I met Kristen. And Ooh. I bought it then. And I I watched watched it then. Didn't watch it again for a long time and then a few years ago Kristen and I watched it in um this house, so it wasn't too long ago. Um, but that was the second time I watched it, and it's still pretty pretty dang good. Uh, and then I decided to watch it now. But I don't really have a strong any strong ties to this movie. Um, a lot of the uh, um, sports movies, though, I will say, I feel like this has been like the template for a lot yeah. of them, it feels like. Yeah, I agree with that. What's your uh, history with this one, Kristen? This was... Most of the, a lot of the movies we watch, you watched a lot as a child. Is this one of those? No. no. This is my first time seeing this movie. <laughs> Were you even listening to what I just Twinsies. said? Twinsies. Twinsies. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, he just said that you thought you watched it before with him. Um, I'm going to say that he's lying because I don't remember that at all. A I lot of this podcast is I also. I really did not remember, like, I was asking him, like, towards the end like do they lose and he's like just watch it because <laughs> i couldn't remember anything about this movie is that it that's all you got oh i <laughs> didn't know I was is that your whole history <laughs> it's your history of the um hoosiers verse no, is there is there a whole really... universe with hoosiers characters yeah what <laughs> the, the hoosier verse um but i had uh my family probably has never seen this movie so we never really watched this one dang so yeah not missing out this is my history uh my first time watching this movie um was today movie before i you know i'll be honest I've heard of the word Hoosiers. I couldn't tell you what Hoosiers was until you told me about it five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> but I have heard of this movie via via title and via lore of the film. Um, but I had not seen it. I couldn't have told you it was about basketball. Nothing about it. But it was okay. Watching it, did you, did you recall this uh, Ted Lasso scene when they referenced it? Uh, I probably, I think there's a part where I was like, ooh, this feels a lot like Ted Lasso, and I didn't recognize it, but 
I think uh, I got I'll just a vibe. Tell, tell it right now. <laughs> yeah. The part when they um, go to the big uh, basketball arena yep. and he measures everything. Yep. In Ted Lasso, they do that when they go to play at the they um, go to play at Wembley, Wembley right? Stadium, yeah. and he starts measuring it, or he doesn't start measuring it, but he's like, "I'm sure you know if we measured it, it's the same dimensions as our field back home." And they're like, uh, "No, it's not. It's bigger." Yeah. It's like, oh, that doesn't apply the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, but that is, I mean, I know jumping the gun a bit, but that's my favorite um, scene in the movie is the measuring mm-hmm. it so iconic you like, like uh you like when they measure stuff uh just um the basketball uh court oh yeah i'm a i'm a big fan of tool time because of all the measuring yeah yep. i'm a big fan of cooking shows guy fieri no the um cooking with um uh heisenberg Oh, <laughs> he's got to measure a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's got to be accurate with the measurements. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's all of our um, histories with the film. So, s- some quick background knowledge: um, this film is inspired by a true story, uh, very loosely based, um, <coughs> but it's the story uh, based on the story of the, M- the Milan, Indiana high school team that. Um, won the 1954 state championship and that yeah that high school was also very very small um, rural area uh, high school and it beat a school like 10 times its size for the championship Um, a little bit different with um, the story is that high school team was actually heavily favored they were known as a powerhouse team even though this school's enrollment was so small but they were just really really dang good and um they did have a player kind of similar to jimmy on the team um who was like the star his name was bobby plump and he um they won they really did win by two points and he shot the final shot oh uh, nice in the game. uh one person from the from the 1954 team is in the movie um, somebody who actually was on the team. Uh, do you guys know who that was? No, no. Uh, you know when they they go into the stadium at the end of the game, and he's like, "We're really rooting for you guys." Uh, that guy. Mm-hmm. That was, he's from the team. His name was Ray Kraft. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, another person that was involved in the that game, the 1954 game, the announcer Hillard Gates. Uh, he did the play-by-play for the actual game. He was the announcer in the movie as well for um, the play-by-play on the radio. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Um, one th- interesting thing is in most U.S. states, high school athletics, they you know, divide into different classes like based on the number, the size of the schools and stuff. So the bigger schools compete against the bigger schools and so on. So um, Indiana at the time did it uh, differently, which gave, you know, this a possibility because they would just have a single tournament at the end of all the schools who qualified um and they actually kept that practice up until 1997 and then they went to a class system it's a long time yeah it's it's crazy that they did that we were talking chris and i were talking like it'd be like fort hall around here their basketball team going and beating boise high school 
basketball. Wow. Yeah, that would be crazy. The um, other other interesting things about the film, um, the uh, filming actually takes place at a small rural town in Indiana, a, a lot of it at least, and the uh, New Richmond, Indiana is the town, and so they ha- have um, a lot of that um, scenery and stuff is actually shot on location there. Um, the uh, hi- high school... Um, or a gym court that they use as the Hoosiers home court is now known as the Hoosier gym too. They named it after that. I didn't know that. Um, The writer and director, they shopped the script around for two years before they finally got investment in the project. And it only had a a budget of $6 million, which in the eighties that is still even pretty small um, at the time. So they ended up hiring uh, most of the cast to play the team and a lot of the extras from just around the area. And um, actually shortly after the film's release, five of the actors who portrayed basketball players in the film were suspended by the NCAA because they um, earned money from playing basketball. Yeah, I, uh, I heard saw about that because um, apparently they were casting them not uh, – because they wanted real real basketball players, you know, instead of actors, was mm-hmm. a whole big thing. Because um, they wanted to be able to do the shots where um, they could have continuous shooting. But yeah. uh, with the incident of the A thing, because um, they were e- even listed as actors, they were paid as being actors, not as for playing basketball. So right. it was like a whole thing where they didn't get fined, but they got suspended. Yeah, it's so stupid. Super NCAA stupid. NCAA yeah. sucks. And just them fighting against players, being able to make money off their likenesses for yeah. forever until they finally lost. So dumb. Super stupid. After, especially when they're making all that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Gene Hackman, uh, you know, got cast in the film, and he yeah. actually predicted that the film was going to be a career killer for him. He thought it was going to suck. Yeah. I saw that quote. Apparently he said it on set, like one of the, the scenes on set of him and uh, – the guy who plays the drunk, uh, Dennis when, Hopper. When they're like, yeah, Dennis Hopper. When they're laughing on the bench, according to Dennis Hopper, he had just told them that this is going to ruin both of their careers. Yeah, and uh, some of the things I read said that Gene Hackman like immediately was just in a pissy yeah. mood all the time and terrible to the director. Well, um, I heard that he, he wasn't supposed to be in it. Well, he, originally they Jack Nicholson wanted yeah, to do it. That, Exactly. But he was involved in a, a lawsuit at the time, and he asked the director to, you know, if he could wait a year. Um, but they, you know, got Gene Hackman instead, and they're like, oh, that's good. We can work with that. Jack yeah, Nicholson has since said, like, um, man, if they would have cast me, this would have been a mega hit. Yeah, mega hit. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. I, you had all that. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. No, I'm glad we covered it. Yeah, do you have anything else production-wise? I got a couple other quick things. No, you're going to keep going. I'm just um, following along with what you're saying. With the Gene Hackman stuff, like I, I guess he would try to get the director fired too, um, but the dailies that they sent to the studio and stuff, like they were really impressed the studio was with them, so they you know, weren't willing to fire the director. Um, and then w- once Dennis Hopper showed up to – production and stuff um it kind of helped calm hackman down enough to at least just get through the film 
without being so disruptive too. Um, I tried to find some information about what Gene Hackman has said since then, because the film, I mean, it was a moderate success, you know, on $6 million, it grossed $28 million. Yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, pretty decent. And it was like critically successful. And it's just become a, you know, one of those films that is remembered and loved. In 2001, it was selected uh, for by the Library of Congress. Oh, nice. Um, So it's in there with some. We got a a bunch of those movies now. I was gonna say I can't remember. Graffiti. Yeah. Uh, What was Days and Confused? Is that in there? Confused is in there. Yep. Uh, of course, the great film Chappie, not in there. I don't know why it's getting, uh, <laughs> getting a cold shoulder from the Library of Congress. We should That's we should get a petition. Our fans need to get this, get Chappie in the Library of Congress. That's true. What? How do Make they do it, it happen? Jake? They gotta they gotta go to www. W- 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 <laughs> get this movie in stat backslash backslash two backslashes chappy backslash i'll take three <laughs> dot com <laughs> dot com after the backslash after all of that yeah okay uh the hoosiers did gross that and then they also received two oscar nominations dennis hopper for best supporting actor and jerry goldsmith was nominated for his best original score um dennis hopper has privately said that he feels like he was nominated f- for the wrong movie because he also starred in Blue Velvet this uh. year, and he felt like he should have been nominated for that film instead of this one. Um, then the uh, other thing with this film is uh, on a lot of those lists that we talked about too, it's it's always referenced as one of the top like sports movies or inspiring movies yeah, or it was. things like that too. So it's definitely... Um, well regarded, even if it wasn't like a huge hit. It's got a 91% of Rotten Tomatoes as well, so whatever that means for you Rotten Tomato heads out there. Rotten, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes.com. That's their jingle. I just made it up. Well, I (laughs) I think they're going to give you lots of money. (laughs) It's funny that they call it Rotten Tomatoes. They should call it Fresh Tomatoes. No, they care more about flops. They want to point out the negative. That's what she said. That sounds like a lyric. <laughs> they oh, care no. more about flops. Well, they that I was just thinking the negative. Oh, part. what about the flops part? Yeah, no one cares about flops, Alex. Except for Rotten Tomatoes. Give me a second, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. Boom. Boom, boom. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Ben. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, please come home. We miss you so. Ben Kingsley. All right, sorry about that. It's okay. I was just singing a great song. What song? Uh, uh, well, I have to wait to hear that. Are you gonna? No, I was just voice. making it up. <laughs> it was called Ben Kingsley. Oh, gosh. 
This is about uh, how we wished he'd come home and we miss him. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> ben Kingsley, he's an a- he's that actor, right? What movie is he from? A lot of movies. He played I think Gandhi. I know who- <laughs> okay, I know who you're talking about. He played That's the funny. Mandarin. And then he played not the Mandarin, but just Trevor or something. There you go. Okay. Have you seen Shang-Chi yet? No. Oh, okay. Do you want to know something about it? Sure. Uh, ben Kingsley shows up in that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch... Because uh, he's in prison, right? Ben Kingsley? Yeah. The actor? Yeah. No? No, you're, no I meant Trevor, the actor who's oh. playing... Uh, because he's playing an actor, Trevor. Yeah, I mean, he was in prison. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. I only wanted to see that movie for the abomination. Oh, well, don't expect to, much of that. What? Shang Chi's awesome. I liked it. I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I do. I do want to see. It. I've. Uh, I haven't been even thinking about it, like what's in theaters. Eternals so now. Yeah. Which it sounds like isn't that great. I heard it got a lot of a lot of. Uh, I think I heard it got like dumpster fired on Rotten Tomatoes before it even got released. Well, by critics who saw it prior to it being released. Oh, I a couple articles I saw said it was a diversity thing because they're. I, I don't. don't I, I doubt it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it, obviously. From some read. some letterboxed reviews of people I follow on there, yeah. um, it sa- does not sound like it's been very, it was very good. Okay, well, I'll still watch it. Yeah, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, our, our, mine and Maggie's uh, Marvel movies are going great. We just watched, uh, the, we watched two movies this week. We watched uh, uh, Thor 2. Dark World and uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Nice. Yep. And both awesome. W- both Winter awesome. S- both awesome. We enjoyed both of them. Yep. But Winter Soldier is better, right? Winter Soldier is way better. Okay. Uh, way better. Uh, but we enjoyed both of them. Uh, Winter Soldier was so good that we watched it at Maggie's house, and Mike and Maddie were like, "Man, we gotta start coming over for Marvel movie Mondays." So they might all come over on uh, Monday. Do you guys watch the post credit scene? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, What's and next? I showed Is I it showed Age of Ultron? No, next is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Then, and Age, then of Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yep. I still, so is Thor Dark World um, not your worst one? No, you haven't, Iron you Man, guys didn't watch Iron Incredible Man. Hulk, did you? No, we did not. But I watched that recently with Tariel. And it, was, it wasn't bad. It was better than Iron Man 3? Yeah, Iron Man 3 is the worst one. You think it's worse than Ultron? I think it's worse than Ultron. Well, and I don't remember not, like, not, I don't remember hating Ultron originally. Uh, like, we watched it earlier this year, Kristen. Or I did. Ultron? Yeah, and I remember yeah, wa- I watching it, was, it earlier this year. And it was earlier this year. Good. Yeah, I still have Thor Dark World as my second worst. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man three, my wars, and then Thor, Dark World. Um, but I have Ultron. Uh, a, a, it's not high up. It's one, two, three, four. It's 
six worst. So I have Thor: Dark World last, and I have Iron Man two second last. Yeah, I have Iron Man two right at right. Right, right, worse than Avengers: Age of Ultron, but I have uh, oh, so my my bottom are Iron Man three, Thor: Dark World, Incredible Hulk, Guardians: Galaxy two, Iron Man two, Age of Ultron. I think you're gonna like Guardians: of the Galaxy two more on a rewatch. Maybe. I have Age of Ultron fourth worst. I have Thor: Dark World, Iron Man two, Hulk, and then Age of Ultron, and then Iron Man three. And then Captain Marvel. Yeah, I have Captain Marvel as my next after Age of Ultron. Our lists are pretty close. All right, let's get into Hoosiers. We're an hour into this podcast. All right, so the film opens with the Orion logo. Yeah, I like this logo. Me too. It reminds me of the 80s. Yeah, this old school vibe. And it's... uh, I'm like, take me back to the 80s, baby, with the Orion logo and a new Mercedes. Watching the next files with the lights on. Wait, next files is from the nineties. So is this song? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I also like the song that they have that's coming into the when the Hoosier title comes on. Mm-hmm. It's got like a synth, you know. It's very eighties. I love the score of this movie. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to hear. It's like this Rudy. song at yeah at the end of our episode that I probably won't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I, all I've li- I have listened to parts of our last two episodes. I've jumped to the very end to hear the stingers. No, you can't. You're not allowed to jump around on podcasts. It's against the you podcast only law. Listen to parts of them because I make you listen to them because I think they're funny. It's true too. We we're hilarious. I just um, can't listen to us talk and talk because I remember the conversations. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't remember any of the conversations, and I listened to them like three times. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember anything either. So everything's like just funny to me because I, it's like I'm genuinely listening to it for the first. Yeah, time. Yeah, that's how it is for me too. <laughs> like I not e- I don't even know these people. <laughs> that's funny. So my first thoughts: I love the '50s style of car, and I love that bridge that guy drives over, man. Oh my god! So uh, yeah, when that bridge came, when he drove across that bridge, Alex was like, "Ooh, look at that bridge!" <laughs> and I was like, "Um, <laughs> that's weird." <laughs> <laughs> Alex is in a bridges. Like, bridges getting me turned on. Okay. What was the support <laughs> style, Alex? Was that a? Uh... It was. I don't know. What do you call that? It's like the um, old bridge in Blackfoot. So it's the, it had the ter- like the up top support mm-hmm. where it, okay cool, heck yeah it looked awesome and it's over a river that's like but it's not like way above it either it's like just going over the river just right it's over the go- river gorgeous and then all that farmland and the rural Midwest I love the Midwest I'll tell you what driving to uh, St Louis going through uh, the corn areas over there man it's so boring just driving through. You're boring, you son of a bitch. I insult the Midwest. I will insult I love any any area of the West I want. Midwest, Southwest, Northwest, West West, Old West, all of it. <laughs> Old West, Adam West, all of it. 
<laughs> Kanye West. Uh, no, I, I'll that's never. Not his name anymore. I'll never speak it's against. Not. No, it's Ye. <laughs> Or yay. Yay. Wait, isn't his name isn't his name's Pete Davidson's girlfriend's ex boyfriend or ex husband? Did you see Ashwin Kristen Pete Davidson dressed up like Aaron Rodgers on SNL tonight? Oh uh, really? Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll pull up a picture. Oh god! Now I'm, now I'm, people are gonna know I'm when excited. we recorded this episode. I, we're, they're gonna sue us, I bet. Who? The audience members. Oh, I wanted to tell you guys this. For some reason, I don't know what we did on the Arrival episode, but the Arrival episode had really, really good numbers, and then the Rudy episode went back to our normal numbers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we did, but oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I wa- I watched that interview live. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, because I was I watched the Pat McAfee show a lot of the time. I li- I like Darren Rodgers too, like as much as you can, you know. And so that's so dumb. He's such an idiot. He's so he as when he when he was as he was like yeah, talking to my good friend Joe Rogan <laughs> and Pat McAfee's <laughs> like <laughs> covering his mouth. That was so funny. <laughs> the way Pat McAfee like I watched some clips of that. The way he responds to Aaron Rodgers, he's like trying to just you know be nice to him yeah because he doesn't want to get rid of his uh tuesday uh but he's careful he's like he's like not agreeing with anything aaron Rodgers is saying but he's like still being nice to him yeah and at this point his his viewership went up from his normal like twelve thousand, thirty thousand to seventy seven thousand viewers on his youtube channel jeez yeah (laughs) i loved when aaron Rodgers showed up in hoosiers and he's like Pass me that brown ball. Why is this ball not orange? I thought the basketball was the most orange ball in sports. We were promised one thing when we were chosen sport as our theme, and it was orange balls brighter than we had ever seen. And I will not stop until we have sexual relations with that orange ball. Hey, this orange <laughs> ball that Jimmy is playing with is flat as hell. I don't know. Hey, you, that's you what I that. said. <laughs> I was like, no wonder this kid's not playing basketball. He can't even. No, he's not on the team. A, he can't even get a an ball. orange ball. Did he say an orange ball? Jacob did. It was a brown ball. It's a brown ball. It is a brown ball. It should have been orange. Should've, yeah. Well, should've. back then it wasn't. How about that school bus sitting in front of the school too? It looks so old, man. Again. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know this movie was set in the 50s. I thought it was set in the 80s uh, based on the intro music and like overall vibe that I was getting. And I missed the Even all the scene. 50s? <laughs> yeah, and I missed the intro <laughs> of the cars, you know, because I was at work while I was watching this. And mm-hmm. I did not see like any kind of date or anything uh, when it started. Yeah. And, uh I just kind of heard it, and then they're in the ba- they're playing basketball. Did you, well, my first like recollection past the intro uh, title cards is the stairwell scene where I, you know, so they're already in the school at this point. So I didn't realize it was the fifties until like halfway through, and I write a note about it. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait is, a minute, <laughs> this is wait just a I, damn minute. <laughs> so what time are we at? <laughs> Man, that's funny. Um, yeah, that stairwell scene and that teacher who becomes the love interest, she's like got at least 20 years younger than him. I yeah, think. 
I, I, I write down, man, uh, everybody hates this old man. So he yeah. was very old in my book already. It's like you expected someone uh, different, uh, someone younger. <laughs> yeah. Damn. The, um, and then the scene, because he's been brought there and uh, from somewhere else. He drove quickly to get there. Yeah, he's from like New York or something. This right? is the basketball coach we're talking about. Um, yeah, the basketball coach. But then he tells the principal, like, thank you again for, you know, this. So you can tell there's, like, something going on. There. Something's going on, but we don't ever find out what it is, right? Yeah, we do. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You don't remember what it is? No. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> so the um, teacher lady, what's her name? Miss Fleener. Fleener. That's it. Tell you what, there's. I don't know her real name or her first name. <laughs> it's hard. Names are hard in this movie. I feel like. Um, I know Jimmy. That's the only guy who I know his name. Um, Coach Dale too, right? And Shooter. Nope. Oh, okay. oh Shooter's anyway, the drunk guy. I know Everett. Shooter's the drunk guy, right? Okay. <laughs> who's wait? Who's Everett? One of the basketball players. <laughs> it's Shooter's son. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Miss Fleener. Uh, finds a <coughs> article. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that now. That yeah. he yeah. got well, suspended. And here's the thing: suspended from about po- that. coaching basketball. Yeah, so he like beat some kid up, and no, he didn't do that. Yeah, my note says that he punched some kid in the face. Did he do that? I don't. I th- I just thought he. he yeah, got he even said he even says at one point that he says he his. It, his biggest regret was, wasn't was that he hit the kid because it was his best player or something like that and he can't take back what he did. I can't remember. Something like that because he didn't seem to have any regrets to which my thing was like, man, this is some red flags he's throwing out here because he's like... I don't I remember him saying anything like that. Yeah, it was right before they kissed because... Uh, yeah, it was then that they talked about it. Yeah. And he basically... And she was like... Uh, he was like, I, I can't make up no excuses for what what for what happened, and uh, it was my it was my best best student or best uh, athlete, best player, sometimes in that regard. Um, oh yeah, you're right about him hitting a player and being yeah. banned from coaching. Yeah. And he like, and they said like he got banned from coaching in college ball ever and any high schools in New York. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I didn't. I heard, knew that he got banned for his anger, but I didn't realize it was because he hit a player. Yeah. So you knew that. Why then? Yeah, but well, and and so uh, that's what part of the reason I don't. I don't, my, I, maybe I don't like this movie as much. I don't see anybody to root for in this movie. You don't see anybody to root for. Like not really. And I started out and like uh, as we go through you don't my root, notes here. You, what about you? So you don't want to root for Coach Dale? Not. Like, I got no reason to. Well, he's not, like, he shouldn't be coaching this team. He's got anger issues. He's, like, uh, has been coaching for a long time. Why has he even got this job? Like, I don't know. He's never even taught in a school before, but he's teaching high school. I don't know. It just seems like he got this job because he knows somebody. Well, it seems like he's a damn good coach. Maybe he kind of, well, he's not even coaching for some of the games. He's just letting some drunk guy do it. And uh, sometimes intentionally, though, he's trying to, yeah, but that's not your shooter job. Your job find is his to, confidence. But your job is to be a basketball coach. 
it's he's and more than a basketball teacher. coach though. He's also trying to help this guy clean up his act. And you don't want to root for shooter either? So I did until there's there's points where I don't know. It's very roller coastery, you know, this movie is and it seems like they're just like how do we get as much tension as possible? I know we'll make him do good and then we'll make him do bad and then we'll have him uh we'll have him like storm out and get ejected from the scene for no reason when there's no point to it and then the guy's gonna relapse after it. I don't know, it's just very you know it's very hard to See, I I I liked it. I wrote one thing down. Um Let's see, where was it here? I like the shooter stuff. Oh, they they let the everyone they let everyone have a moment to shine in this movie. Yeah, it felt like too much. It felt like uh like one of my shooter gets end. that moment. Um Everett, you know, gets his moment to his son. Um, Ollie gets a moment with his free throws. Jimmy, of course. Gets yeah, a moment. I felt like they were like, okay, how can we get as much? Like I was rooting for everyone. They were all getting to do s- stuff to be um, super yeah, valuable. Felt, felt uh, I don't know. It was hard for me to get anybody. Even like at the very beginning. Um, I'm trying to find where it first started out. Yeah, so right here, uh, even after the very first practice scene, it's like, okay, so am I, who am I rooting for? Because the coach uh, doesn't seem to deserve the job, and the town seems to suck, uh, including most players. So, uh, I mean, like, it it's Co- like Coach Carter right away. Like, nobody likes Coach Carter's style. Um, it's the same thing. But nobody likes... It's not even the style. It's just because he's there. Which why did he did he replace them? Because they coach died. The other coach died, or why did he? I don't become remember the coach what there? happened to the old coach. I think it was the coach died, but I can't remember. Yeah, Wait, so in this ma- movie? Yeah, in this yeah. Movie. The old coach died because that's why um, Jimmy wasn't playing basketball anymore. Because he saw the co- that previous coach is like a father, a father figure. figure to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so he's he's not playing, the, and so they're the like, "Oh no, we have to get a new coach in." And the principal, oh, no. how dare they? The principal knew that, you know, these people trying to run the team didn't know what they were doing, and that's why he brought um, Coach Dale in. And Coach Dale, rightfully, is like, "We're gonna do it my way," um, and you know, doesn't let any of the town people in unless. You know, they show like they care about the kids too, and not just about doing the D's zone defense or whatever. You know, and um, I really like Coach Dale. I thought he was. I thought he was. A, I thought he was a dick. Interesting. He's a lot like Coach Carter, I think. Which is another thing Coach Carter just borrowing this from this movie. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, um, what are your guys' histories with um, team sports? Um, I don't play sports. Um, I (laughs) 
was on the wrestling team for part of a year in my very freshman year of high school. And uh, I was a very small child, so I didn't really fit in very well. And then a whole bunch of stuff happened involving having to miss practice, so I quit eventually. Overall, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great experience. Did you not like it? Not really. It was okay, you know, because it felt like I was doing something, but mm-hmm. I didn't really like any of the stuff that we were doing, and it made me feel very insignificant for most of the time. How how come weren't isn't wrestling like weight classes and stuff? So you're yeah, and I was I was um, I weighed like one hundred four, and the weight classes was one hundred three. And next one up was 112, so I was wrestling all the 112 people, even though I weighed the 103 weight, because on the day that we weighed in, I weighed too much. So it was just like, I was way smaller than everybody else. Uh, And there was nobody else in the weight class underneath me, so it wasn't like there was anybody that I could even spar with before that. I don't know. It it just wasn't a very great thing. And then whenever we did like gym classes and stuff, I was never picked for like first or anything like that i was always picked near the end which you know and i was never very athletic so sports was never my soccer yeah i was bad at soccer um uh i remember playing it though did you like uh, it you played it for a few years yeah i don't know i don't know if i liked it i don't know (laughs) if there's anything great about it i mean it was fine <laughs> i remember playing like picking the grass out a lot because i was a defender so a lot of times we were just sitting back there waiting for stuff to happen so it's all kind of boring that means you're doing good then your team i guess if you we all got participation trophies defender. so you know i don't know if we did well or not because we you all kind of got, got the same thing trading card yeah i did get a trading card i had a nickname that I don't remember anybody ever calling me <laughs> ever. The training card's pretty cool. Like I did. Uh, What's your nickname? I don't know if I. You know, it's for the cool people to know, and if you don't know it, that's you're not cool. Do you, so. do you remember it? I know what it is. Oh, okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if I want to say it because okay, it's I won't pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man what about you uh kristen what's your team sports <clears throat> history um well i tried to play sports <laughs> was not very good at them um i don't know it just never came naturally to me um my parents were very into sports they used to play softball and my dad played basketball and he really wanted me to be um, a basketball player but of course I'm super short so um, it wasn't very fun to me (laughs) Um, and then my mom wanted me to play softball and my dad did too and I wasn't very good at that either (laughs) Um, I did uh, run track in middle school that was fun um, I only did it because all my friends are doing it. What <laughs> were your events? Um, I did the 100-yard dash and uh, shot put. Oh, cool. um, and then I did, like, the relay. I forgot which one it was, but I did that, too. Nice. 
Yeah. I am uh, not very good at sports, though. So, yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish now, like, that I'm older, that I had tried to do track. Because I'm kind of fast, but I never, like... Fast as fuck, boy? Yeah, I'm like that little dog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about you, Alex? I played soccer one year in um, school, like at the same time you started doing it. I didn't particularly like it. Um, I was a defender a lot too, and I remember one time um, they the coach wanted everyone to get a chance to score a goal, you know, mm-hmm. during the season, and he so he put me as a forward, and. Um, I forgot that I was supposed to play forward and I was defending against my own team. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Eventually I f- figured it out and I got to score a goal. So that was cool. Um, but I didn't play it again. I know you played it for a few years, but I stopped after that one year. And so that's then funny. Oh God, in, sorry. in eighth grade, I tried out and made the basketball team. Um, and I was super proud of myself and excited because I loved basketball. But I just didn't have an idea at the time about the positions and plays and stuff like that. And we'd practice plays and they'd have names. And then afterwards I'd be like, I don't know what the hell any of the plays are. I don't know what to do. Um, I remember I, um, you know, we had our first game and the game got canceled because of the snow. Mm. And then I quit the team because i was like i was too nervous to play this because i don't know what the hell i'm doing um and i I really wish i would have had like some kind of visual aid with the plays and stuff like that because i was not getting it just from practice because i wasn't i didn't have a set position so i'd sometimes i'd play the power forward sometimes i'd play a small forward and so like i couldn't remember just what to do in the plays and stuff so yeah, that's I, my I experience. Never know what I, to I do. wish I would have known more about it, and I probably would have stuck with it. I was gonna say I, I never know what to do when I'm playing like the NBA. I'm like I don't know what this position is supposed to be doing. So <laughs> oh well. Yeah, that was also like I could never understand like the plays in any sport, like soccer or basketball or anything like that. So um, I was always super nervous when like my parents would talk to me about trying out for something i was like i don't know how to play that like what am i don't understand it so track was really easy because you didn't have to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just run in a straight line it's called it that's a go route no <laughs> throw the uh shot put as far as you can <laughs> hail mary i told Kristen though while we were watching this that because um i'm not in good shape and I really haven't had much of a desire lately to bother exercising, but I'm like, man, I want to play basketball. Yeah. And so part of me thinks, um, I might pick up a gym membership to this gym we have in town that has a court and just start doing that for exercise. Just go shoot around every, every once in not once in a while, every, every night maybe or something. Could be like Adam Sandler. Heck yeah. The Sandman. Sandman. Okay, so that was our detour. Um, I did not know Converse shoes were were basketball shoes. That was something I learned in this movie. I didn't know that either. I only know about and ones. 
That's the only, that's all, the only <laughs> basketball that's show it. you know about. That's it. <laughs> ones. Oh my gosh. Do uh, you guys remember that and one basketball team? Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw them. It's pretty cool. In in person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh wow. That's interesting. They um came to Idaho Falls uh, one year and they played at um Hillcrest. Their mm-hmm. basketball court there. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I met the team, too, and got their autographs and stuff. And, yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> How many times have you seen the Globetrotters? None. I have never seen them. I want to see. I wish they'd bring back Slam Ball. I want to see that. Hey, Alex. Is why that where they jump on the trampoline? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what about your uh, hoop shoot uh, escapades? Oh, yeah. Um, in fifth or sixth grade, the hoop shoot, I don't know if it was everywhere, but in Idaho, um, they did a free throw competition that um, all the kids could do, and it was like to raise money, but we didn't pay to do it. I don't know how it raised money. but um, Classic fundraiser. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it had sponsors <laughs> is what it was. But anyway... Um, you would shoot 10 free throws, I think. I mean, I, I'm just guessing the number, but you would shoot a certain amount of free throws. And if you if you made the most or top three in the school, you would win a prize and then you get to go compete against like the regional areas. Um, and so in fifth or sixth grade, I got second place in the hoop shoot um, and got to go to the regional thing uh, for it. That was really cool. Um, I shot first in the regional thing, and I was doing really well. Um, but they had just some kids uh, rebounding the ball, you know. Um, and then the referee person, the official person, like went. I was practically done. I was like, oh, we, you have. They have to. Th- the rebounders have to throw me the ball so I can make sure the ball's okay to give it to you. And so they're like, oh, you're gonna have to shoot again. Um, and oh, they were gosh. like, you can either keep shooting right now, or you can go to the into the line and just wait and then shoot again. And I was like, okay, I'll just wait and shoot again to start fresh. And I wish I didn't do that. Cause I sucked when I came back okay. up at the end. And so that was the end of my hoop shoot career. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a uh, long, l- not short lived, but uh, a long legacy has left. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I loved the hoop shoot. This town doesn't like change. You better no. make sure these are good Christian boys. I tell you what, look, Mister. There's two kinds of dumb: a guy that gets naked and runs out in the snow and barks at the moon, and a guy who does the same thing in my living room. First one don't matter. Second one, you're kind of forced to deal with. Is that a threat? <laughs> it's a very uh <laughs> man. Screw screw George, that guy George though. But um Coach Dale, he's he's not gonna let somebody tell him what to do. He's not gonna Nope. And he's got a very yes. firm philosophy. Um and, and Coach Carter borrowed this to like c- practicing without a ball and all this stuff yeah i was about to say uh he's not practicing without a ball um 
He's got the chairs, and they're running mm-hmm. through with the chairs. And they, like, he kicks a kid off the team immediately. Well, the kid wasn't stuff. listening. In uh, Coach Carter, the ki- he takes the kid and he like slams him up against the wall. Do you remember that? No, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's probably where they got it because this film has so much violence, you know. <laughs> um. Small t- uh, talking about Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's out shooting the ball in his backyard. Yeah. And the coach comes up just to be like, "I'm not going to force you to play. I don't want you to well, play." <laughs> like, and he just and he had promised that he wasn't going to do any kind of attempts to get him. And it's like this is straight up you manipulating and trying to get the kid to play. <laughs> I, I I mean, this is the only thing he does, and he I think he I think it's. He he knows what he's doing. He's trying to yeah. play disinterested, but he he follows up on what he's telling Jimmy. He's like, "I'm not going to try to get you to play," and that's the only interaction he has with him. So, I mean, he's at least honest with that. But it's definitely designed as, "Hey, I yeah, uh, uh, I don't want you." <laughs> I'm playing hard to get. Yeah, and it's at this point where I put. Wait a minute. Are they setting up this old old coach and this teacher to get together at this point in time? Cause <laughs> I'm yeah. shocked. I'm shocked. The um, and then yeah, she she sees him talking to him and stuff, and you know once because she is what looking out for Jimmy. For Jimmy, Jimmy she's d- like in charge of him. Jimmy doesn't really have a family. His mom's sick and stuff like that. Um. See, they, they, like, give you these little tidbits, but you don't ever, like, get to know Jimmy. So I don't, like, ever fully really want to root for Jimmy because I don't ever really get to know Jimmy. I don't know. The um, um, stuff, too, that she says, you know, she's like a basketball hero is treated like a a god around here. But then that's it. Like the, and she, So she's worried that Jimmy's going to just get stuck in this small town. Mm-hmm. And small towns really are hard to get away from. But um, I like Coach Dale's like, you know, most people would kill to be treated like a god even for a few moments. But then yeah. she's like, you know, there's a lot of gods just for sticking a leather ball in an iron hoop. And like, man, she doesn't like basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her sole purpose here is to <clears throat> be hateful, which then forces him to be like wanting her, I guess. Well, I wrote down Miss Fleener is very scary and bitter. <laughs> yeah. She just, you can tell she's not happy with her choices <laughs> in life. And so she's trying to live through Jimmy. But it, it and she learns the, the wrong in her ways later. But um, I, I mean, I, I get feeling the way she feels. The, um, I I love how um, hard he sticks to his philosophy in that first game too. Like he tells him four passes before four passing. Yeah, and I like how. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, you uh, go. Okay, I was gonna say I like how he's like uh, uh, telling him four passes, and the crowd's getting all mad at him. You know, They're like shoot it, shoot it, and then as soon as they like get the pass stolen from them and go and take a basket, the crowd then chants, "Pass it, pass it!" That cracked yeah. me up. <laughs> then uh, the one team uh, or not team the one player raid ends up like shooting the ball yeah um, he just without shooting, passing it and he's just and shooting straight buckets 
Yeah, he's making it, but it's not. He's not pl- part of playing the team. Like uh, yeah. the coach really wants a team, and not just a player. And, and you so got he benches him, um, and then another player fouls out, but he doesn't yeah. put him back in. And there's only four players on the court, and it's like my team's on the floor, and that's just a really good moment too. Yeah, and then you got old Jimmy Sting and the bleachers back there, you know, mm-hmm. keeping his eyes from way up top. Yep. The, uh, um, that just shows like he, he he's gonna stick to his philosophy no matter what. Nothing's gonna change it. Mm-hmm. And then I like the shot, the way they filmed it after the game. All the players come into the locker room and sit on their benches and they're just all defeated and the camera's shooting from back here and then the coach comes in and sits right there. Yeah, he closes and the door. Yeah, the way they that it's shot is just really interesting to me. Well done. Yeah, and he says, uh what's he say here? I have the quote. Uh he says, You guys you guys have have the whole weekend to think about whether or not you want to be on this team or not was the quote that he says there. So yeah. double negative. Not sure what he wanted to accomplish. There. <laughs> uh, my note during this part, I don't, I would put, I don't understand basketball. I don't understand why I put that there. That's funny. Well, well, it, it might've been cause they were like fouling. Cause my next note is uh, about the referee being a hometown referee. And uh-huh. like something about the calls, so might have something to do with that. Well, that one I wrote. Refs are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I put that, that. It reminds me of watching uh, Lions versus Packers, <laughs> or freaking Jaguars versus Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Oh, you know what it might have been is when like the the passing. It's like the different plays they have to learn because they well, have I to do, be Well, I do I remember the moment I um I was like they're passing the ball but nobody's moving around. Yeah, they all just started and still. then you were like I don't get I don't get what they're supposed to do or something. Oh yeah. See, that was always my like problem with basketball when I was play when I tried to play it was I didn't understand like how I like where I'm supposed to be, you know, like Well, it depends on your position know. too. Like I mean, you can you can make the play do anything you want, but like every position has like a a home base on their on the half of the court. So like your guards and then um, a forward are usually out around the outside, and then your center and your bigger forward are usually on the inside because they're the taller players. And so that's usually where the pl- where the plays start from, and like you can then you can start moving around from there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. On NBA, my I always used to get mad because they would just stand <laughs> around my players, and the other team, they guys would be running around doing screens, and my well, you team can would call plays. There. I figured it out eventually that I could okay. like, do L one <laughs> to call stuff. But when I was first trying that game, they would just stand there, and I'd be like, "What are we doing? All I can do is <laughs> drive to the basket." Yeah, I'll just stand still. I used to get so mad. There's another shot that I thought was really good. It's like right after this when um, Coach Dale's looking in the mirror, and then shooter comes to talk to him um and the shot stays on the mirror after shooter walks in and stuff and i thought that was a really inventive shot too hmm. i probably should have watched this movie when I'm, i was not at work i didn't get as much of the shots i did like oh. like all the i really like the way that they shot the basketball games 
you know, because mm-hmm. they did those uh, very much like you would a real basketball game where you kind of see like the fall through the shots and stuff, which was really cool. I'll yeah. tell you what scene, the scene I really liked uh, actually was that monologue because um, that dude straight up nails like five or six shots in a row, and that is all just like one take. Oh, with um, when Coach Dale's talking to him in his backyard. To yeah, Jimmy. yeah, to Jimmy. I, I saw something in the trivia about that that um, the actor playing Jimmy, he was like, I wasn't even listening to what he was saying. Yeah. I was just focused on trying to make the shots. Yeah, <laughs> and he only missed the very, very last one. Yeah, but I thought that was really cool. Um, and then Jimmy, I mean, he's a it's a real basketball player. Like it's not an actor playing him, so mm-hmm. I think that's a you know another reason why. Uh, same thing with all the you know players is i think most of them were not actors um yeah so i don't think it they were heavy on their performances or anything like that definitely um, i did hear uh like the only training they had was a like a two-week thing before filming um which uh gene part- helped participate in as well that's cool the um uh first road game they have to and they're riding that bus and that it's like a church bus and it has the thing, uh, um, the words above the driver's seat. And it says, in case of rapture, bus will have no driver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought that was funny. Missed that one. Um, that that gym they play in on that first road game, too, um, they say it's like, I can't believe you got us playing in a ca- this gym you call a cage. I'm like, that really does look like a cage. NBA Street <laughs> Volume 2. Yeah. Because like, there's like no room after the out-of-bounds to where people are yeah. or the walls are. And that's when you notice um, like Coach Dale's anger problems. He keeps getting kicked out of games and stuff. Um, Shooter. Shooter is very funny, I thought, in the movie. Yeah. Dennis Hopper is a good actor. Yeah, the, uh, first I was confused um, about the whole him and his son's relationship mm-hmm. uh, based on the scene where they were at the cafe and dude gave him money and then he came up and was like, no, don't give my dad money, even though it was like for food. Like, yeah. I, I didn't get that he was a drunk at first. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you I can kind of, like, if you watch that scene back now, you can tell he's kind of acting drunk. Yeah. But it's not overly done. So if you didn't know that at first, you might not get. Yeah, it. I just thought it was like a kid who was being an asshole to his to this homeless guy. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, he recruits Shooter to be an assistant f- for him, and Coach Dale. I really like man. He just tells it like it is too. He's like, "I'm gonna need you to be sober. If you can't be sober, you're done." But he's not. I mean, he stays sober for the games until that moment late in the movie. Yeah, I do like uh, when he comes in to the games in that suit, uh, mm-hmm. and he's got like his when he's doing like the withdrawal syndrome sh- symptoms. Yeah, I know it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, he's he does a really great job. Um, I read. I know we're jumping ahead here, but the scene when he does show up drunk to the game, um, I read in the trivia that yeah, Dennis Hopper said asked for a ten second um, warning before the the director called action. Thirty. 30 seconds? Oh, okay. I just heard it was 30, yeah. Well, whatever it was, a warning so that way before action got called, he could spin around and get dizzy so he could stumble around like he was drunk. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, I like it. Yeah, it's inventive. Um, Fle- Miss Fleener, when she comes up to talk to him when he's out, in, you know, in the field and stuff, 
Um, I like that moment. She's like, do you ever wonder what it would feel like just to keep walking out in the fields and stuff like that? And I remember like thinking stuff like that when we lived out um, in where our dad lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm like, well, I just well, wouldn't end up anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some some uh, fields. Yeah. Um, how How is this town set up that you can just set up a petition and get to vote out a basketball coach at a high school? Yeah, I uh, I liked uh, I liked that they. I I wrote down that this is this is this is real democracy. I like to, <laughs> I like that they go from a a rate and vote that is nowhere close to uh just a yay nay vote yeah. verbal. <laughs> they can just decide to have a revote too. Yeah. <laughs> like how does well, the town get to make the choice? <laughs> and they do the revote all because Jimmy who is a literal god to these people, even though he hasn't been playing mm-hmm. basketball for however long. Um, he's like, I'll play, I'll play, but not if he's gone. Yep. He's like, I think it's about time for me to play ball. And George is like, see, as soon as we get rid of him. Yeah. And then Jimmy's like, if coach stays, I stay. If, if he goes, I go. And then the whole town's like, yeah, let's bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> This is where I wrote, uh, man, so many promises here. Because <clears throat> this is, uh, first we got Jimmy's promise. Then we got Coach going to, uh, Shooters. And there he's promising promising him this. And he's promising him he's oh. never going to get oh, yeah, thrown out of a game. And then Shooters shooter struggles like, gonna, when he gets yeah. kicked out. And he's like, scouts, he's on, like, scouts on her. <laughs> and then he immediately just gets I don't know. Well, it's so good, funny too. He's like goes up to the ref. He's like, you, "You've got pigeon shit in your eyes." And the ref's yeah. like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and he's like, "Kick, kick me out of the game." <laughs> yeah, just uh, I, I wrote a big old paragraph right here. But it's just like, I don't know. I just didn't get it. It felt he, so lost. Well, I, he knows that Shooter's got the knowledge, but he he needs Shooter to be able to insert that knowledge. It's kind of like Nate in Ted Lasso. He's like, he needs Nate to step up. He needs shooter to step up. And so like he just for coaches philosophy is, you know, put him, throw him out in the water and see if he can swim. But I guess I just don't understand if you're this great coach, why do you even need that guy? If you, why would you put it? Why would you put like your fate, this big game in this guy's hands. I just don't. He's trying to help him. Yeah, but like, think about that moment that they're in, and just gonna put it in. He cares about shooter. He he wants to win, but I think he he knows that he shooter also, is capable. It's too. like because it affects his player too. Because Everett is shooter's son on the team and. Like he like, uh, Coach Dell knows that Shooter knows what he's talking about with basketball and stuff. So he wants to, like, help him and especially since Shooter's kind of like an ally to him too in that town. In that town, he doesn't have too many friends. Yeah. Just felt, I don't know. It didn't seem realistic or, uh, I don't know. I understand. I understand your points. 
Um, but it work. I mean, it works for that game. Like shooter s- steps up and calls the play, and it work. It pays off. There's a weird zoom in in the play too, where a foul happens or something. And the play. <laughs> Remember that, Kristen? They like zoom in really close, and the two players grabbing each yeah. other's shirts. That was really weird. <laughs> and then uh, uh, shooter, I think he makes it through that, but he just can't handle the stress of it. After yeah, that. I, I put see what I mean. Because my note was about uh, putting so much pressure on uh, a drunk guy uh, who mm-hmm. has a addiction thing. So, yeah. Yeah, and they uh, coach and Everett find him passed out. And they get him into, um, you know, or I guess they he does the drunk. He shows up drunk. We talked about that. But then they find him passed out. Yeah. Um, yeah, on like the ice in the river. Mm-hmm. And so they get him into... Oh wait! Before that, um, after that basketball game, um, remember that other guy, the cu- the other the one of the players' dads. Uh, he was running weird oh, when they yeah. were going off of the court. The player <laughs> that running, like... comes back, yeah, and he's like the other assistant. <laughs> that was funny. We he re- just like ran weird. It we was rewound funny. it to watch him run again. It was funny. oh man. <clears throat> Um, but D- Dennis Hopper, like in that, all that, and then the scene where he's in the hospital, really feeling the withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a, he's a really great actor. Yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed those scenes a lot. Um, in the regional finals, when um, oh, what's that other player's name? The one who's praying all the time. Oh yeah. Um, uh, strap. Strap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like when Strap is like praying at the side of the court and he's like, uh, God wants you on the floor, son. Yeah. I wrote, at that point in time, I wrote, is this where T-Bowing came from? <laughs> and this is like, that's after the coach's big speech where they did the slow clap. Because um, that slow clap killed me because I didn't think his speech was all that like rah-rah. Like, it was okay, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a Rudy speech that like... Yeah, the speeches aren't as impactful in this movie. This movie's not filled with as many great quotes, I will say. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I put, because, uh, and then my next note is about that kid who's, like, bleeding. Mm-hmm. And he, the coach is just, like, yelling at him, like, patch him up, patch him up, get him back out there. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude, calm down. Yeah. He's bleeding out. The, um, I can't remember if it's this time, too, but talking about Strap, there's the moment when, Strap is playing really well. And he's like, man, Strap, what's got into you? And he's like, it's the Lord. I can feel his strength. Yeah. <laughs> and the coach is like, well, keep his strength in the dribble, all right? <laughs> um, and then th- that game, that regional f- final game, um, he tells one of his players, like, you, um, you need to stick on that guy. Um, I want you to treat him like chewing gum. I want to know what flavor he is by the end of the game. And then he fouls out, and Ollie has to go in. And then he just looks at his player, and, and he's like, "He was dentine." So it's like, "Oh, that's <laughs> such, that was great. That's a pretty good line. I missed that." Oh man. Um, and Ollie, he gets his moment. Is that the practice kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, I totally forgot that this practice kid was even a part of this team. I, I haven't seen him a single time. Well, they don't use be- him unless they have to, because he's not—he's not very good. 
Yeah, to He's which so I undersized. then they put him in the game, and I'm like, man, has he even been at practice? Because <laughs> he is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he misses his free throws at first, and then he, he can't even dribble up the ball. His plays. Yeah, God, I was so stressed out. Remember, yeah. <laughs> watching Ollie play because I was like, "Oh my God, this is how I felt when I would try to play basketball." <laughs> <laughs> but then he makes those free throws those to granny win the game. shots, and granny shots really—they weren't like seen as embarrassing like yeah. they are now. Like. Back in the day, like players in the NBA would shoot their free throws that way, because it was just effective. That's crazy. But f- for some reason, it became like um, lame to do that. And then he's carried off the court, to which I said, "Man, was that the entire Rudy story?" And it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um, Fleener, is that her name? <clears throat> yeah, Miss Fleener, and Coach Dale. Have yeah. their moment again. I don't know if you can see how big this text is, but I am shocked that they actually went through with the love scene. And it is at this point where they're discussing like his history. And he mm-hmm. basically like says that he like he's not sorry for doing what he did. And like basically he felt like he was doing the right thing, but he feels bad because it was his best kid or something of that nature. To which I'm like, these are some red flags. Girl, you need to run. And... Uh, yeah, I well, I mean, it's the 50s, too, so, like... Yeah, I had the same issue with American Graffiti. Yeah. I like 50s stuff. I was telling Kristen, if it wasn't for all the racism, <laughs> I wish I lived in the 50s. And I she, know, and, and then she, I was... Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I was like, well, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minus all that racism. The sexism, fine, but the, that racism. Though. Well, just, yeah, I mean, any of the inequality. He's stuff. a white male in the 50s. Like, he's fine. He will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> um, the scene with Shooter in the hospital office, he's yelling and stuff. <laughs> he's like, they bring the white coats in here and they put a jacket on me yeah. Yeah, and he's like i didn't mind much <laughs> um you can tell he's really proud and he's proud of the work he's done with the team too so it's yeah i did uh, i did note that uh is he the only patient at this entire place because he's the only guy i see there other than that one nurse yeah i uh, i know this is just like their rehab area or something yeah, I guess. Um, I, I also, uh, I saw, I don't know if it was in the trivia or not, but I saw that they originally in the in the script, they were going to have um, Hopper sneak out and go to the see the game. Mm-hmm. But um, the actor felt like this is better for the characters. So yeah, I think instead. this is better. Yeah, I also I read in the trivia that the original cut of this movie was two hours and 48 minutes. Yeah, I heard it was th- close to three hours. That's that's. And cr- so long like a lot of this like they mentioned a few things that were cut and i'm like oh that would have been nice to have in here but i also think that this movie already at 114 minutes it feels a little longer than it needs to be yeah a sports movie doesn't really need to be that long definitely just not um that uh um oh god what's the word Arena, that basketball arena they go to, yeah, um, it it's just beautiful. That I I love a a 
nowadays you don't get it as much like it's all state of the art stuff but like those old school arenas and stadiums are just beautiful yeah and so it's at this part where they go to like the radio announcers mm-hmm. where i put oh wait a minute this is the 50s so <laughs> oh my god the movie was almost over yeah so it's been a while i thought this was an 80s movie the whole time Holy cow. Oh my God. So that might have been why some of my vibes were messed up on it, you know, because I was thinking like, it was an 80s environment. Why is this team all white people in the 80s? That's Did why I that? I was thinking this movie was, you know, that's what I'm thinking, man. I was confused why uh, there was so much this going on in the 80s. <laughs> that's funny. And then wow. it's at uh, uh, when they're at the locker room here mm-hmm. and... They still have Buddy, right? The guy from the practice squad player. He's still going to be playing, right? Yeah, Ollie. Yeah, Buddy's the one kid who um, was talking and gets told to leave. He he comes back um, to play. But they don't ever show that. That's one of the scenes that they talked about that they cut was rejoining the team. Yeah, but he's just going to – he's supposed to be covering the, the best player, and I don't even know who this guy is. I was a little shock. Yeah. The um David and Goliath speech. I really liked that. Um, and then they're all like, let's do it for all the small schools who couldn't be here, let's do it for the coach, let's do it for my dad. Like all the I really liked all those sentiments too. Um, there's the part when they're doing pretty poorly and coach is like, Maybe they were right about us. Like that we couldn't compete. Yeah, that we couldn't do it. It's like reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. He's a manipulator, all right. And then the very end of the game, are you guys ready to go to that part? Yeah. The um, they're like they're gonna expect us to go to Jimmy. It's all tied up. They're gonna expect us to go to Jimmy, so we're gonna run him as a decoy, pass mm-hmm. it underneath, and then everybody's like, no, and they don't want to do it. Like they're. You could see it on their faces. And then Jimmy's like, I'll make it. And the coach is like, okay, that's what we're going to do. Get the ball to Jimmy. And I loved it. Like he, his player, his players have bought into his philosophy and he's in, bought into his players. I, I don't get how you can't root for these people, Jacob. <laughs> my, my note at that point was, wait, so he's not the law anymore? I was confused. It's mutual trust. You gotta, like he said, you gotta break them down to build them back up, and that's what he did with them. But and, I don't know. Go ahead. And Jimmy makes the damn shot. I in the trivia. I don't know if you guys saw this too. Um, they told because they had a hard time getting enough extras into you know this big arena, and so they actually brought over a couple basketball games from local high schools to play in the arena and got all their people to show up and had them wear like 50 style clothes and stuff. And they knew they weren't gonna be able to film a lot. So they said that they'd have Jimmy, you know, shoot the shot and whether they makes it or not, they'll storm the court and Mm. then um, they can go back later and have him make the shot. But he makes it on his first attempt. Oh, nice. Yeah. Jeez. Clutch. Just perfect. And uh, they win it. And then it, um, the last scene is, you know, another kid playing basketball in the court in the um, Hoosier gym, the Husker gym, and zooms in on the photo of the state champion team and some voiceover about, you know, 
them nobody believing in us and all that stuff yeah i was genuinely surprised when they won (laughs) just because it's such like a underdog story that i'm like expecting them to not win and because i know my second to last note was don't start celebrating too soon because that's when they started doing like really good towards the end of the game Mm -hmm. and stuff and then my next one was omg they won That's interesting. See, I don't know if I felt at any point in time they weren't going to succeed. If well, like they were always going to at the end. And this being inspired by a true story, I feel like they, they wouldn't have made a movie about it if they didn't win. But um, Coach Carter, another, you know, borrowing so much from this movie, they actually lose on, in Coach See, Carter. Yeah, they do. And maybe, that, maybe I like that better. That's interesting. I don't know. They faced a lot of adversity in the movie. I think it was good for them to win. Um, and that's the film. Did you guys have any other notes? Or um, anything else to add to to that before we go to final thoughts? Nah, I'm good to wrap it up. Like a penis? Like a Christmas present. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go first. Um, this uh, film is really just one of the most inspirational sports films i think i feel like there is a lot of people to root for in this movie (laughs) um it still still holds up even if um it is a little too long and it makes it kind of slow um but this movie just um it this and rocky i think Mm kind of laid the groundwork for how sports films would be made from now on and you can um, just see it in a lot of movies like that barred f- from Hoosiers. And so uh, I think this movie is uh, definitely worth remembering and watching. I gave it four and a half stars. Jacob? Oh, or sorry. Or Kristen? Should I go to Kristen? I was waiting for Kristen. I, sorry. Oh. I, I Jumped in. Um, I don't remember what I gave it. Did I even rate it? I, I mean, you know. could just tell us what you give it now if you want. Oh, I gave it four stars. Um, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some um, last thoughts of the film Hoosiers from Kristen. I don't know what else to say about it. It was a regular sports movie i mean (laughs) like you said it laid the foundation for other sports movies so yeah it was good but not five star worthy Mm, no you know what is five star worthy (laughs) mighty morphin power rangers that i watched today (laughs) 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 that's five stars (laughs) that's pretty funny hey jacob so so with this being my first time watching this movie, maybe I had my expectations too high because it's like on all these lists of great sports movies, you know, and da 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 da. I don't know. It was. It felt like a little bit all over the place. It was a little long. I didn't really feel like long. I could, That's why I knocked a half star off myself. Yeah, I didn't think I could root for anybody. Um, I don't know. It was three stars. It was mediocre. It was fine. I I don't think I'll ever, like, have a desire to be like, ooh, I really want to watch Hoosiers. I don't know. Let me ask you this, Jacob. 
because I remember the reason I picked it over He Got Game was I felt like you'd be more happy to have seen this yeah, uh, before you died. It. Are you happy you saw this film? Uh, I think I would have been okay not watching it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll pick He Got Game next time. Okay, great. <laughs> in our in the multiverse. In the multi, I was gonna say, uh, are we doing this theme again or? Because <laughs> this was this was a real struggle for me to pick in this next movie. Uh, I've been thinking about it all day, and it's uh. So it's where are you at, Jacob? Decide. That's you're up. Well, you know, I've been both these movies. Obviously, same director, same same writer. writer. It's same very state similar that type it's set of in, like same decade. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) how can I do the exact same movie like they did? And I couldn't think of a single way. Um, But I wanted to do something funny. And I decided to go with a sports movie starring the great Will Ferrell, which leaves it still to a very wide range of films (laughs) because he's got at least four in the 2004-2008 range, I believe. Um, But I'm going to go with the best one, according to me, but not the best one according to Rotten Tomatoes. We're going to go with Semi Pro. All right. I'm excited. I love that movie. Yeah, I do too. It's got a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. The other the other ones um, like all have really I'm high not ratings. Super excited to watch this movie. <laughs> you don't you never want to watch any of the movies. You're always like, "Ah." Well, this one um I have seen parts of Semi Pro and I'm well, and I haven't been impressed by it. So we need to look up the deleted scene with Paul Rust in a wheelchair. Yeah, we, we do. Watch this. <laughs> we definitely have to do that. I'll make sure to send it to you guys um, via encrypted message. Okay, Morse code. I don't want, use Morse code. I don't want the Russians to find it. I like uh, Russia. You ever been? <laughs> no. You crossed you cross that barrier straight, Alex? I took the long way around. I went I went north until <laughs> I went um. over the, the North Pole and then landed in Siberia. Serbia? Siberia. 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 Just don't don't take a detour towards uh, Chernobyl, okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, let's wrap this up. Okay. Uh, that's going to do it for us here at the I'll Take Three studio. Um, we <laughs> we, uh, we uh, wanted to uh, thank you for listening. We love you. and So much. Um, um, kisses. Um, <laughs> hey, don't touch that. <laughs> As always, uh, if you made it this far, we appreciate any rate, review, um, subscribe. Um, <coughs> Follow us on Twitter at I'll Take Three Podcast. That's at I L L Take the Number Three Podcast. Um, you can find us there. Usually, only tweeting about the new episode. We should <laughs> use that a lot uh, more. Um, <laughs> and then we're also um, on the old tweet machine individually. I am at Alex Expressed. I am at Mr. Jake Duke. And I am at I am Kristen one. Hey, you want to hear something crazy? I had somebody who is very close and dear to us say that it's hard to get through, uh, like get all the way to the end of an hour, two-hour podcast. Can you believe that? Who said that? It's blasphemy, right? 
Who said they were close to you? Nobody, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we can stop recording then you can tell me if you don't want to tell me. Oh, it was, it was Maggie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Maggie. What the heck is she talking about? I don't know, that's what I'm saying. It's only, just because it's longer than the movie. <laughs> I don't understand. She, she needs to um, embrace the long form podcast the uh, what's it called the um it's the cozy cast cozy cast Do, the cozy cast like could i edit out some of the silences yeah will i no <laughs> you need to enjoy it and love it and appreciate it that's right maggie does she ever listen to our episodes anymore uh that's what i, I was asking <laughs> her what episode she was on and uh i think she was on one of the episodes that's kind of far back and she said there's so there's it's so it's kind of hard to get into or right, finish the whole movie because uh it's just so long. I'm like, what? Did How you tell her that's not the point of it? Yeah, I was like, it's just relaxing. You just gotta chill and let it hang out, you know? We're just friends in the background. <laughs> We're friend, friends with benefits of listening to us podcast. Yeah, your ear holes, we, uh, we, we make them come them. automatically. Automatically? That's a, uh, I saw that from a Detroit Lions podcast. Oh. They're gonna sue us. Okay, um, we'll see you next time uh, with yeah, Skinwalkers uh, at the Pentagon. Hey, I'll tell you all about it next time. <laughs> Just kidding. Semi-pro <laughs> semi next time. Bye. 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 so excited <laughs> you sound so quiet now did something happen what happened who me no kristen sounds really quiet now i sound quiet she sounds normal to me hello I didn't notice any change keep talking oh. kristen hello you're an idiot can you tap your mic